Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. Light me at five. Like, where's the line? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That means go. Yeah, you go. Now you go. I, there's no there's not gonna be any music, Dave. We, I know. we went over this like uh, no, I'm disappointing you. We had a we had a, we had a flourishing conversation. <laughs> Dean always seems to find like you shop at the last gas station that uses uh just straight up styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> it it holds the uh, ice longer. Like everybody else in the early nineties. Wife says that she makes me get. I have to go to gas stations and get styrofoam cups because the ice Boom. lasts That's, uh, longer. Penguin Point. Uh, I randomly the other day at lunch was like, "I'm gonna go here," and they still have styrofoam cups. And I was like, "Just one more reminder of why this is the most dated." Hard to imagine why it's still open fast food restaurant. Oh no, man! The, the tenderloins area. are magnificent. No. No, the tenderloin tastes just like every other tenderloin <laughs> you've ever fucking had. And the best fries except in the world. They put tartar sauce on it. Wow. And no, no, that's no. The, that's the touch. Crinkle cut fries are only the best fries for people that didn't grow up poor. Because crinkle yeah. cut fries no, to me I are poor people fries. 100%. And then you, you hide them under some uh, cheese. What, they're poor people fries? Yes. That's what, that's what, that's what, yeah. That's uh, what, yeah. Yes, because when I was a kid, that's what we had were that's crinkle it. cut fries, Man. and all I wanted were the smooth, skinny, yep. fast food fries. Yep. Or seasoned, or curly, or, or waffle, or anything. No, nope, you know, I got crinkle cut. Besides, and if, and if I did undercooked. get it mixed up, I got tater tots. Yeah. Uh, except undercooked crinkle cut because those are really hard to make in the oven right and they just come out as mush yeah you know what when i was a kid we got whatever fry they put on the damn plate and we liked it yeah well back when you were a kid <laughs> they were probably all natural and didn't have all the hormones and they were probably delicious fries straight from the field wild grown yeah they made fries like they made them at five guys when you were a kid <laughs> Wild grown fries. <laughs> I imagine. Uh, I imagine all, Rusty's all fries are child, actually wild. I imagine. <laughs> no, I mean, grow I mean, dirt. Rusty's childhood. I imagine him walking through like a forest, over, picking up fat potatoes, <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for the deep fryer. <sighs> I don't know. I may be the only one that finds that vision. <laughs> <laughs> It is, man. We took whatever we got. My day. Yeah. Well, well it's a different times now. <laughs> yeah, but that's just, a, it's a sign of the change in cultures. Crinkle cut fries. There's <laughs> a, a retro feel going back Actually, to crinkle well, do you, cut. Do you fries. remember when Burger King tried having crinkle cut fries? They called them satis fries. Oh, I don't remember off. that. Oh, they were all. They were. They contained thirty percent less fat or some shit, and about ninety percent less taste. So they were trying to, to defame crinkle-cut fries is what you're the prob- I think they had all these government crinkle-cut fries left over from, like, 1943, the stuff that we were eating as kids. 
that just they were like, you know what? We're gonna have to use these in the next two hundred years before they go bad. And then that's what they tried. Burger King's like, do we'll buy them twenty five cents a bag? Saddest fries. Worst name ever. Yeah, it didn't work. Saddest fries. <laughs> Sad fries is what they Worst were. Worst name ever. Worst. Saddest fries. The saddest fries. <laughs> Tastes like food stamps. <laughs> you know, my my, I think it would. I think food stamps would taste pretty damn good now. Dude, dude, I remember. <laughs> I remember back when food stamps weren't a debit card. They were actual, like... Oh, yeah, the paper machine. Paper. Rip. And they came in different denominations. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were uh, like stamps. I mean, that's what they were. Yeah. They were like stamps, yeah. It's we like used to, money. And then you had to know, like, it was only, like, certain things that they would... Well, you could, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically anything that wasn't, like, ready to eat now, I believe. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. I thought it wasn't anything that wasn't... Back in the day, I thought it was only... Bad tasting food, like like, no, like dude, produce. We, I used to live, uh, <laughs> I used to live in this neighborhood that had a bakery in front of it, and there was a kid in the neighborhood. We'd go to his house and we'd pilfer his mom's food stamps to go to the bakery and buy zingers and like cupcakes. Wow, that's a good use of food stamps. Yeah, right? it is. Well, you was a kid. What's he gonna buy? You know, so you could go down. When I was a kid, you could go down to Dan's barbershop and buy cigarettes if you were like seven, <laughs> as long as you told him you were buying them for your mom or I dad. Mean, I remember, yeah, no, I remember being. Uh, I would have been maybe like ten to twelve. Uh, my grandpa owned a car lot, and I would. They had a golf cart, so they could you know drive down a lot to when customers were there. Right, and they would give me, send me in the golf cart down the street to a gas station with a note so I could buy cigarettes for them. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like 10 years old driving, just yep. <laughs> cruising in a golf cart. Yeah. Dan, Dan, when I was when I was a kid, now I think he finally, when I was like in the Navy or something, I think that it was when he finally passed. But when I was a kid, he was so old, his hand shook. I don't know why anybody would get their hand cut or haircut by him. But I'm pretty sure like he dodged the draft in like Lincoln's day. But you could just, all you had to do was say it was buying it for mom. You could have been like four. You could have barely been able to speak. You could have waddled in there, you know, off your trike with just enough change. And he'd have been like, here you go, kid, and non-filter and camels. <laughs> That's what I used to smoke, by the way. But why would you send your child to because buy Because you're That's lazy. Because you're lazy and probably a drunk, too. That was a dumb <laughs> question, Russ. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> I can think of a lot of things I would ask my kids to do that might be sketchy. You know, but As your buying kid, me cigarettes? Hey, can no, you it's find not... me some crack? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is yeah. acceptable. Yeah, because you know, crack dealers like kids. Yeah, you they see... can groom them, they can make them into mules or whatever. But yeah, I uh, make them into mules. Yeah, I you know, hey kid, you want a trip to Mexico? You, see you that? know that kind of thing. My kid can be a drug mule, but I will never ask him to buy me cigarettes. You're exactly right. right. I'm perfectly can... fine with that. He, well, well, in the one case mule... though, he's work ethic. Exactly. He's bringing home money. He's doing a job. Yeah. That you know, that's a that's a that's a well taught. You know, you you've got a profession. You got to go to work, now, listen, pick up those drugs, carry them into the. Country. I think kids need to contribute wherever they can. When yeah. I was a single parent, and um, my kids were younger, and uh, I would use uh, my daughter to scope out whether uh, a chick was worth me uh, going down an aisle. Well, I was going to say that was such a dangerous sentence to start. <laughs> 
such a dangerous sentence. I mean, just because of what we were talking about when you started off. Well, my daughter. I feel like children need to contribute where they can. Let me tell you about my daughter real quick. You know, let's talk about earners. <laughs> let's talk about earners and what they bring to the yeah, table. Yeah, now that you bring that up, I uh, I see that completely. I see that completely. I, I I think we could go all the way back to when I was a single parent. I think we, that that was the that was danger. Will Robinson point at that point. Yeah, child protective services had you on their speed dial. Oh, she's moved out. Statue of limitations. Yeah. Like I said before, she seems like an extremely intelligent young lady. Well. Well, you know, here's the thing. You know what's the funny thing about kids, though, right? Why is it each generation is so much more advanced? And, and, and like, and they are in like a lot of different ways. Like Jason's son, for instance, he's chilling at home. His bills are paid. He's got a hot chick, right? Well, I come go. home. I come home one time, and Corbin and Leland had a piece of paper hanging on the fridge, and it was a contract they had drawn up. Right, and they were they and and they they brought it to their only you know their their ultimate authority in the household for me for approval that this was going to be a binding contract between them, and they had they'd come up with Leland wanted the PlayStation in his room, it was in it currently it was like an, it's the top of the landing so it's where everybody can play it. Leland wanted it in his room, but to work that out, he agreed to do all of Corbin's chores. So I'll get the PlayStation in my room. Corbin can still play it when he wants. He just has to play in my room. And then I do all the chores Corbin's supposed to. So he's chore free now. <laughs> so then my daughter, she's like she, like her, uh, like they're going to move. Like her lease is up. She got another place coming up. So she comes back. She's only going to stay there temporary. Right. So I tell her, I says, you're more than welcome to, but you got to stay in the basement. I'm not going to kick Corbin out of his room because he's in her room. Right. You know, he's yeah, in her older. Sure. Yeah. I was like, for you just to be here for a couple months, like it's not fair to him. She's like, oh, okay. It, that didn't last a week, and I, there's another contract sitting on my fridge, and Trinity's agreed to pay $35 a month to Corbin to swap rooms with her, and I'm like, wait a minute, this kid is living at my house, getting paid to live there, and has no chores. I was like, that doesn't even, that can't work. I was like, he's got to at least still do the handle the dog. Like, I can't look over at Corbin and go, because that's what happened. I walk into and I, I'm, I got bags in my house. I said, she's whining at the door. Corbin, take the dog out. He's like, he's at the computer. He goes, yeah, no problem. Hey, Leela, Leela, come get the dog. I don't see the issue, man. I don't either. <laughs> That's I, what I'm saying. I'm is pointing, they're so much more advanced than we are. I'm talking about that kid. He's going to be somebody someday. <laughs> he is going to be somebody someday. There's so much more advanced. Uh, me, on the other hand, who I always consider myself pretty sharp, you know, yeah. pretty, pretty on the edge. Yeah. Uh, I recently uh, got played by my dog. She faked dying for five days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was carrying her outside to pee. Good thing you didn't shoot her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was seeing it. Honestly, got like, it. Well, fuck. I guess it's time. <laughs> I was definitely seeing an old yeller moment there. <laughs> and then you have you have Corbin say, "Don't worry, Leland, come and shoot the." <laughs> 
was like, you want some help, Dad? Yeah. Layla, come get the dog! <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, so she... She tr- so she she injured herself, uh, 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 like sprained her leg or whatever, yeah. uh, tripping in a hole in the backyard that she dug. Right, my backyard is it looks like a World War One battlefield. Okay, it's so pockmarked with craters and trenches that she's made there. So this is not the first time that her digging has resulted in her injuring herself in some sort. She limps around for a couple of days and she's back to normal. Well, she's limping this time, and and by the end of the day. It's gotten really bad. Like she doesn't, she's not moving that well. Well, by the next day, she's hardly moving at all. Like you're having to help, help pick her up. She's shaking. It's, it's very disturbing in her behavior. Anyway, so I called the vet. They're not taking new patients. They're like four miles away. Like, Matt, sorry, wait till April. It was like a couple weeks ago. So I'm like, all right. So I called another vet. We're not taking new patients till uh, two weeks later. I called another, call another one. Not, not till. I mean, like, no. I don't know. I, oh, I'm just, I'm just out of luck here. So uh, she stops walking by the end of the day too. Won't get out of bed. Won't want at all. Right. So we're having to carry her outside of the bathroom. At one point, she crawled out in the living room and peed, and it, and it, it, it was hardwood floor, so it ran eighty like four feet across <laughs> my house and then dribbled through a thing into the basement. Oh my god! And then she yeah, was just. That's where I would have shot her. <laughs> <laughs> Like no, you're dying now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clearly, clearly, you're dying now. We're feeding her aspirin. Like this is all. She, by day three, she can't move. The one leg is just. I'm like, this is bad. I'm messaging them online. They're like, yeah, drive her a couple hours away to this other place. So, like, I'm like, that's it. Like, when my dog dies, I'm putting these people on blast. Like, I'm gonna put pictures of my dead dog all over their hospital. I'm telling everybody about them. I'm, I'm, I'm day five. She hasn't left bed, she hasn't left bed in day four. We're having to like I'm having to put food in her, they roll her over so she'll eat it. Um, I'm standing out on a porch. I don't know what to do. Like I'm on the side of the house, looking through, and my kid, my boy's about to leave, and I'm like I don't know what to do with this dog. They're walking out. She watches them walk out the door. It shuts. She pops right up, runs over to the kitchen table, jumps up to see if uh, there's any food on it. Jumps back down. Nary a limp. And then I, I'm, I'm stunned, and I'm like, you son of a... And I start walking. <laughs> she hears me coming, runs back to the cage, and Pete Rose dives through. I see the whole thing through the sliding glass door. She doesn't even know I'm out there. Dives through the, the thing. I open the door as I storm in to look at her. She's shaking like she's homeless. <laughs> oh, I can barely eat. Oh, oh and oh, I went off. And, and the, so what's funny is, so I, I go to leave. She thinks I left. The boys come back. He pulls out the leash and a treat. She jumps right out of the cage. I come walking right back in. And once she sees me see her, you literally see her kind of go, ah, screw it. And she just walks over to her, her like chair and jumps up in it. Like, oh, we're cool now. Five days. That's when she dies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's when she dies. And not by gunshot. That's that's a personal the moment. Slow strangler. <laughs> She's strange. Yeah. She couldn't breathe yeah. in her sleep. No. That's, yeah. Yeah. My kids worked out a way to live in my house free and be paid. I, I think the law helps them with that. <laughs> you kind of have to let them live there. 
Well, I mean, I guess I should say be paid to live there with no chores. That's what he'd worked out. That he'd gotten around all the, the you know, the, the things that I can hit him with. Yeah. And then my dog played me for five days. Jason, I don't know. Sounds about like you. you're a bitch. <laughs> What's uh? What's uh? What's Damn! Uh, everybody's wa- everyone's getting one over on Dean. Dude. I know. What's Kids <laughs> making money. Dogs just getting like an ass wiped for it. I, Jason, I don't know about you, but I have always often wondered what it is like to live in his home. It, it sounds like no place else on earth. Uh, it you really know, does. no, you know, this is where Anton would say, "Sus." <laughs> some of the stories you tell you know what though i uh, jason has inspired me there is definitely a new 48 hour policy in my house <laughs> for dog illnesses yeah, <laughs> if it is not recovered in 48 hours i gotta keep i'm moving, not man. sure they're gonna make it you know what i mean <laughs> you, need, you got a letter you want me to hand off to somebody <laughs> We are drawing the wheels up now. You know what I'm saying? Dad, the meat tastes funny tonight. That's because it's extra fresh, son. It's extra fresh. You're used to dry-aged beef. This is freshly butchered dog. Bit of a taste. The Chinese New Year. We're uh, we're embracing new things. Uh, I was just thinking about, uh, I don't. I wasn't thinking about Chinese food because of dogs. <laughs> Let's make that but perfectly now that clear. Said, now that you said China, um, <laughs> Chinese people had to invent frying, right? They were probably the first people to cook things in hot oil like that. I don't know. Honestly, I'd never thought about it. Because that's know. pretty much all a wok is for. And yeah, that's pretty much right, how like right. all Chinese vegetables are cooked. Yeah. Is Stir fry. Yeah. Makes sense. It's logical. What kind of oil would they have been using? I don't know. Like peanut oil is what yeah. you usually use in a wok. Coconut, really? coconut oil. oil, maybe. Yeah. Well, coconut. Soy. soy. I'm soy? thinking peanut oil. They have plenty of peanuts. And they got coconuts. I don't know about coconuts. Yeah, I don't like know. coconuts. I know. Th- yeah, th- I guess lo- Thai food has a lot of coconuts. Yeah, Chinese okay. food doesn't. No, I'm out of what? But Thai food's pretty good. <laughs> I was shocked. I was shocked to find that I really liked it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Expanding my horizons. It's all spaghetti, man. Just noodles and sauce. It's sometimes meat. And there's little pieces of nuts and shit. The peanuts. Yeah. yeah. Pieces yeah. of nut. Yeah. Yeah. Just regular peanuts. Yeah. They're not. They're exotic peanuts. Yeah. They're from Thailand. No, they're not. They're pe- you must have had pad thai. It's got just regular peanuts crumpled up on the top. <laughs> Those are just planters. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 for sure. The one I ate. But I mean, like, it's based off of exotic shit. <laughs> the exotic world of legumes. And- <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, if I got to get shots before I go there because diseases may wipe me out, then it's exotic. That's my okay, definition. So, so America's exotic. Yeah, America's had, really exotic. You had to have shots to keep getting, it's getting here. exotic. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's that's Cleveland. Uh, I don't yeah, know. well, 
Cleveland, am I going to take? I mean, Cleveland shot. had issues before COVID. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you get a tetanus shot, you can take care of a lot of those Cleveland issues. You can wash your hands twice, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I guess. I guess. You want some pad thai? I kind of do now. I'm not sure I know what the hell that is. Ain't got is. a place in this town. Pad thai is like, it. it's like fat wide. It's almost like fettuccine sized noodles. And it's, uh, I think it's like a coconut milk curry type sauce yeah. with like chicken and scallions and peanuts. It's kind of hot, isn't it? It can Spicy. be. It's one of, yeah, it can be. <laughs> I think there's an egg in it too. What? What did you call it? Pad Thai. Pad Thai? Yeah. Is that like from a different part of Thailand? No, it's just what's the name of the dish. Yeah. the name of the dish? Yeah. Oh. It's got to come from a region. Like, like champagne comes from a certain region. And, oh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, the champagne same. region. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tequila comes from a certain region. I figured the Pad Thai comes from like southern Thai or something. No like, idea. Like boiled peanuts. Is this horrific thing? It's a little village I visited once. <laughs> Bowl of peanuts. It's a small Thai village. <laughs> right outside of Cleveland. <laughs> Back during the war. Back during the war. The Thailand War. I was, uh, I was, uh, I, we, you know, we were on a subject earlier, uh, myself and. Some Wait, other. is that where Tahitian tree comes from? Or is that Tahiti? That's, that's Tahiti. That, that's got to yeah, be Tahiti. Tahiti. Okay, yeah. 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 Where, where's Tahiti? Somewhere. In an ocean somewhere. If we all said that. It's like, either we're really close to or far away from Fiji. No clue. Okay, wait. Let's see if we can name. <laughs> hold on. Three. We have three adult, educated. <laughs> Rusty went to college even and finished it. <laughs> no, I didn't finish it. Oh, well. I was never hung no, up on the completion thing. <laughs> I was never big on the follow through. Never hung up on the completion thing. I, I, you know. Did you? Did you ever go or finish? I went. Uh, no, uh, I dropped out of high school. So. Oh, okay. So not so educated, three men. Uh, I'm not even sure how to spell Tahiti. <laughs> what ocean is? What is there like? <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm going to go Pacific. I'm going to pull it. Pacific. I'm going to pull a Dean and say I was not aware there was going to be a quiz here. I'm going to say uh, Pacific, Atlantic. There's no way. There's no way it's Atlantic. It's, it's got to be Pacific. It. It's got. I know, but you already said Pacific, so I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, what this? I you thought can, you were trying to get the answer right. We all have to so, pick I was gonna different say Indian. oceans. I was going to say Indian. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it is Indian Ocean? No, it's South Pacific. Oh, okay. French Polynesia, South Pacific. Well, that's cl- Look close at the guy to who the didn't, Indian uh, Ocean. The guy who didn't even... Ooh, it's pretty as hell. They have a really good local juice. Didn't also, they? <laughs> called Tahitian Treat. <laughs> didn't they test nukes in the water down there somewhere? Who knows, man? <laughs> They, no do that, they do that at pretty much a lot of places. I know. Yeah, that's everywhere. what I'm saying. Like, that water's kind of green. <laughs> Tahiti is one of the most, one of the biggest vacation spots well, if in you're, the world. Well, if you're rich. Well, yeah. Yeah, like Walmart's my more, like, vacation spot. Actually, the uh, uh, garden section there is a very 
very lush place well, to spend vacation. You doing it? You doing an RV tour of Walmart parking lot? Yeah, there you go. That's a great idea. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Cleveland has a hell of a setup. <laughs> you know, it's weird. The view changes, but stays exactly the same every night. <laughs> you wouldn't expect them to have us, uh, you know, in Cleveland, nothing to be this green. Did we drive 13 hours or just across the parking lot? <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> so I went to uh, I went to Mike Banks' uh, headlining. Oh, video. yeah. How'd that go? Oh, it was good. It, it was uh, Ken was getting married. So the, uh, his whole wedding party was uh, like half the crowd, and then Mike Banks' crew was like the other half. So it was very it was very. Sp- you know, split but happy yeah. crowd. I mean, it was a wedding crowd. So, um, actually, they were well more well behaved than I thought because you know it's a wedding party. Everybody had been drinking. I thought it was going to be like one of those uh, one of the worst bar show type environments where you know people were showing, oh, yeah. but it wasn't yeah. the case. But but uh, so Kyle Allen's there and he's sitting in the front row and uh, he's, a, he's a friend of ours, uh, comic. Was he in uh, white? He was in the he was in the combination oh, setup, okay, so he had the okay. black white combination going on. So he, usually he's got like a jean jacket, Bruce Springsteen thing, John Mellencamp thing, but it's usually he's got an all black setup where it's got a bandana. It's, black like, it's like if Andrew Dice Clay wore denim instead of leather. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, the gloves. Yeah, the whole works makes sense. And and he's got a white set and a black set. Well, so once in a while. He'll get crazy and he'll combine white the two. stripes it up. Yeah. yeah. So he's in the front row, done up. He's got like the white headband, the black and white shirt, you know, like the white vest with the black pants, and you know, and uh, there's a there's a comic on stage, and now uh, I'm drawing a blank, and, and you know, I apologize to this young lady. She she did real well, but she she goes to go uh, into the crowd uh, to do crowd work. And she's talking to couples and da da da, and and then she's she's on this subject of, at this point she's not noticed Kyle and she's on the subject of what this couple was wearing, and then she's like it's like pulls back to give like an example and looks over and looks directly at Kyle Allen and then this giggle erupts from her that was so genuine it was just so I lost it. I lost it. I mean, I almost fell out of my seat because, you know, on the inside of the joke, like, it's Kyle. I yeah. Know, I know what she's – I mean, it just – she handled it well, but then she burst out laughing. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you can't ask for – it's almost like this is a setup. Like, I'm looking yeah. for an outfit so that I could walk it into my bit, and then you see Kyle <laughs> Allen sitting in the front row with a big grin, you know. <laughs> Nothing is this easy. <laughs> So we were on a subject, <clears throat> myself and some other comics, uh, of stealing material, and um, what is uh, where, where's the where is it, where does it become similar, and when does it become stolen? Right, right. This is, this Do you a, have an example? Not, not nothing specific. I I'm gonna give myself like, a couple examples of my of my stuff, and but like um, uh, so. So stealing material to me as a comic, worst thing you can possibly do. Worst thing. Steal my weed. Steal my wallet. Uh, you steal my joke. I don't know, man. I can write new jokes. It'd be really hard to get like my social security card, <laughs> well, <that's true. laughs> my license, 
That's Wait for true. all my new credit cards to show up. They don't take my fucking wallet, Jenny Rodriguez. <laughs> she done took it one time. She gave it back. Anyway, I didn't want to encourage that behavior a second uh-huh. time. You brought that's a good point. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> yeah. You never want to give up the Sometimes wallet. I stroll off the path and Jason's like nudges me nudges back. You back. Yeah, it's good. Even though I'm getting mugged, I'll be like, dude, can we just go to the yeah. ATM? I'll yeah, get can cash I just out. give you the cash? I just like, don't want to have to fucking like, track all these places down <laughs> yeah. and give me these things. Yeah, you know Chase is going to shut this thing down like two seconds after you leave here. And then I got to get another card. But, but I mean, like, uh, uh, so. There's there's instances where, um, man, there's, all right. So it's it's kind of a big subject. But well, I know a joke right off the top of my head that, um, I'm almost convinced I did not come up with that I was telling because I heard someone say almost the exact same words in a very similar bit, and so I was like, oh shit, I must have absorbed that from, uh, and that happens because there's oh, a yeah. I was doing a bit about um. You can always tell who took karate too seriously as a kid by their haircut as an adult. And that was like the premise. And it was just like a little throwaway. I used to, I was doing it actually to, make fun, it to make fun of Brian Collins. Brian I remember this. Started yeah. growing his mullet. He started growing his mullet. And he was in martial arts as a kid. So, <laughs> And then I heard a guy tell a bit. Uh, I can't remember exactly how his went, but the wording was... Uh, like as a kid and as an adult we're like the same and his was something like i quit karate when i was a kid so i wouldn't have a mullet as an adult or something like that and so as soon as i heard that i was like there's i had to have heard that before from you know, from this this was a, bit. this was a famous person though it was i mean i don't know who it was but it was a clip that i heard on youtube well, that's what I'm. That's so, what I'm saying. This you know, is a, this it was is probably more... something that I had heard so, before. So that's a danger, right? So like, they, that's yeah. something I'm always aware of when I'm writing, right? And I and I'll even like if I have right come up with something that I'm afraid I might have heard, I'll Google it to see if I can if any other bit is like it. And there's always the danger of like uh, like I have a Netflix bit, right? And one of the premises of the bit is that I got an ex girlfriends are using my password. Now, if if that's a pretty generalized thought, though, so if uh, but I got a surprise ending. So like if if I if I show up at a, at a, uh, some mic somewhere and somebody from another scene is doing that, that's a generalized thought, and, I, and to me that's just a similar thing. But if at the end there's a twist, like he's he's banging this chick's sister, then I'm gonna be like, wait a minute, man! Like either he heard my shit, or it's so similar, I'm gonna dump doing mine. And I'll move on to something else, unless I think he stole. Unless I think right. this guy took it from me. Yeah. How do you handle it? Do you just walk? Would you confront him? I mean, it. it I don't know. It depends. Because um, I, I, like, I'm going to go I, through all the. I'm going to give you a benefit of the doubt in I, every case first, but. Um, I don't know. I would have to hear it. The, people have told me before. I have one bit in particular that um, this is back when the drop was at still at its old place and still going. Uh, Joe and Jenny were there one night and said there's a dude who has a bit that's a lot like uh, my uh, cunt hair measure joke. I think I was there for this, and I don't think I thought it was that close. But as soon as they told me that, I was like, oh, I don't care. I have that's on YouTube, so I have documentation of when I did it. So I don't. I really don't care. Right. Um, plus, the dude was from the other side of the country. You know what I mean? There's 
Yeah. It's not like he saw me do it somewhere and, yeah. and did but it. But see, so that's like the Netflix scenario where, okay, he could easily come up with a similar idea. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, but if I, you the, thought the only, for sure. The only reason that joke works when I do it is because that is a phrase a lot of people have heard before. Uh, yeah, right, right. I mean, that because we that's, used that's it as a the, kid. The, the right. only reason it works. Right. So going with the idea right, of like, the I same... know why it works, then I'm not the only one who thinks it's funny. Someone else who tells jokes might have no, put it together. You're you know exact, what I mean? And that's, so. and that's my point with the Netflix one because I make the point I go, but in a given time, I got two, two maybe two ex-girlfriends using my Netflix. I get some I get some chuckles out of it every time because that's a thing. Everybody like knows that. Yeah. Well, you... You got that, Dan? No, well, I got kids. Let's get but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a universal <laughs> enough that that like that's why everybody gets it. So that's not a stolen idea. But for instance, the cunt hair joke. If you're doing that bit as you have for years, and uh, a, uh, a new comic to the scene, to our scene, uh, has been around for a couple of months, then starts doing a very similar joke kind of blatantly steals it how do you handle that what's the what like what i i gotta think i talk I, to him i first. don't i honestly don't feel like i feel like if that happened to anybody in our scene the scene would kind of it, it pleases itself no one's no one else is gonna if i saw anybody doing anyone else's joke that's new i'm just gonna be like right, that's so you know what i'm saying i i wouldn't have to address it i feel like everyone else will what if they're not new? What if they've been around and they start? I, I, I don't know. I feel like the scene pleases itself enough to where you can't really get away with that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you don't want to be that guy. I mean, no, think it's the about, like, think about it, it, rather... if you went up, If you went up to, let's say you went up to Market's Open Mic, and then you started going to DIYs open mic and doing jokes that other comics said at markets. You don't think anyone there is going to point it out or say anything? You know what I mean? So, like, it's really hard to get away with in the in your own scene. To in do your that. own scene, but that, that's what I'm saying, though. So you say you see that guy doing that joke at another scene after he's heard it from you. That's what that's what I mean. If the guy's lifted your joke and now is taking it on the road and he's in Michigan telling the con hair joke, like, how would I know? You run into Unless it. I'm there. Unless I record it. Say I'm sitting in Michigan recording this thing. Do you confront the guy is my question. Oh, I'd probably be like, hey, you, just so you know, uh, that's my, I do a bit that's almost word for word. Yeah. And you got to know because you saw me do it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, and if it's that, but I mean, do you need my old material? If I've been doing it that long. Yeah, I got man, some I'm, other shit. I got to sell. I, I can unload I'll some stuff. Just give me a couple bucks, man. <laughs> 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 I gotta freshen this shit up anyway. Well, let's just be honest let's, about let's it. Do a follow motivation. on Instagram. Why don't you just uh, why don't you give me that old follow and uh, we'll just call it a day. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I feel like the the scenes police themselves enough. I don't feel like you could get away with really being a joke thief like that anymore. I mean, unless you're just like um, I don't know. You'd really have to be digging to get away with it nowadays. I feel like. So I mean, I, it's something because because. It, 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 I would have to feel like it, it was, it was, it was similar on multiple points for sure. 
Right, because like you don't have a monopoly on ideas. I can't be like, hey, hey, man, fuck, I got a Netflix show. Yeah. Shut the fuck up on Netflix. Yeah. You know, like I can't sit there and claim that. So it's it's got to hit a couple of points where it's like, wait a minute, man, like your uncle's got a missing arm. My uncle's got a missing arm. This is starting, to, you know. This that's is why I, I don't. I, I it's really I don't think you get away with it. I I don't think you can anymore. If if I if I heard it though, if someone using my bits, I think I, I'd cut them just to. <laughs> No, I mean my bits. I'd cut those oh, out. I thought you'd cut them. I, no, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I would consider them tainted lot. at that point. Like, I, I wouldn't use them. Because yeah. for all I know, audiences will think I took it from him. Yeah. And uh, that would inst- I could see why that would instill a deep hatred in Nancy Kerrigan like attack. Is if I've had to cut a couple of bits out that I liked because you, you just stole them from me. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing as if murder is a. It wasn't murder. It was a kneecapping. <laughs> You're just talking about cutting a guy. I mean, no, you know. I cutting my bit. Oh, okay. You took I'm it that sorry. way. I took it as cutting. You him. took it that way. Yeah. You're from another era. Yeah, I am. You're from another era where he says, hey, fella, I'm going to cut you. I we see. took care of things. Took care of things. We see? took care of stuff. If you enjoyed the show, we would appreciate it. If you're on Apple products, give us a nice high rating and say nice shit about Rusty. He needs it. I he's do. The guy lives a rough life. I do. He, he edits a newspaper, too. Yeah, I do. He's got to deal with the editorials. <laughs> do you have any idea? If you get a name wrong, misspelling, do you have any idea how people find oh, out? Oh, mi- I missed a rebound in a story one time, and I had the kid's mother all over me. For oh, a you had the fucking rebound. Yeah, missed like, a rebound. like 12 points. How many? Wait, wait, wait. Two wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was the kid's, was the kid's stat line so desperate? For, no. uh, oh, kid's a great player. So that's but what it was. The fact that you shorted him a I stat. shorted him one rebound, and his mother was all over me for would a it week, have sending given, me copies of the official stat book and everything else. I, would what do you want me to do? Would it have given him a double-double or triple-double? Not even close. Okay. Look, he still had the official. Yes, we tell him, lady, my score is an official. Yeah, try keeping a scorebook while you're calling the game. And I would, and I, from no. that point forward, do only mispronounce his name. Yeah. I uh, misspelled it once. That was one that she went r- right straight to my corporate office in Chicago to talk about with my boss. I'm sure they cared. Yeah. Oh, well, I got an email from my, my boss in Chicago. It was one line. Why in the fuck am I getting this? It was a copy of the email. <laughs> that was the only way to dealt with it. Hey, mother- Why in the just, fuck am I getting this? Go, hey, dude, I didn't send it to uh, you. Basically, that was my boss's way of saying, would you please just take care of this bitch and keep her on my hair? No fucking shit. I I couldn't deal. I had a buddy who coached peewee football. Took him to like two championships and never coached again. Said he wouldn't deal with the parents anymore. They were undefeated in two years. I feel like he was a little bit of Bear Bryant. (laughs) But they were undefeated in two years. Hey. Just win, baby. Just win, Just baby. Just win, baby. Give us a rating. Give us a like. Tell your friends about us. Spread us around. We'd appreciate it. If you need to reach the pod, the Light Me at 5 pod, you can reach us at lmfivepod at gmail. You can reach me at Dean Jernigan Comedy at gmail. That's Dean Jernigan, J-E-R-N-I-G-A-N. You can reach Jason LaFoon at Jason LaFoon, L-A. <laughs> I got edited weird. <laughs> Do you have a new email? Do you want to know? No, no, go ahead. <laughs>
Jace, Jason Lafoon. At Jace Lafoon 1134 at Gmail. That's Jason L A F F O O N. One one three. You know, I'm always so anal about making sure I get his fucking F's and O's in there that now in public, unless I have this paper in front of me, I will not attempt to spell his name because I'm so fucking concerned that I know. It's not that hard, man. (laughs) Really isn't that hard. I know. But I make such a point of it. Now it's an OCD thing. I got to have his paper in front of me to get it right. Okay. Glad you got the paper in front of you. It's a damn good joke. Yep. All right. Is that it? I guess I can turn this off. I think we can walk away from it. All right. Drop the mic. Let's go. Coming up next, it's a... Like me at five. Flashback. Coming up next, it's a... Like me at five. Flashback. Love that song. Yeah. Dean Jernigan with us. That's a number one hit. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Household song, everybody knows that. That's Dean's song. That's no. right. Actually, it's not yours, but it is yours. It, you own it now. It's, it's yours. Well, I, I'm do some checks, then a little bit of payout. <laughs> we'll we'll call Jack Black and see if <laughs> see if he can deliver those for you. I would appreciate if he would deliver them. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, Jack Black. You know, I know he's taking some heat and stuff, but I look at him and I think, I, I don't like him either, like everybody else, but for a different reason. He's had my career. <laughs> oh yeah, that is the career that I should have had, and he stole that. Oh from yeah, me. I you know he just looks like a guy who's just doing things his way, man. Which is yeah, and you know when he did School of Rock, he got Led Zeppelin to sign off on putting their song in there. But he knows who he is. That's the bottom yeah. line. He's not trying to be something that he can't be. I mean, he's not. Yeah. You're not going to see him suddenly playing Othello in Shakespeare or something like that. I mean, some of the comedy parts maybe, but he's. He knows who he is. I could see him playing a film. Really? Adam Sandler did the transition. Tom Hanks did the transition. I, I agree, though. That's not him. No. Adam no. Sandler. Okay. I, I'm surprised I you know him. that because I'm a Shakespeare buff. I didn't know Adam Sandler had ever done anything like that. No, no. I meant, I meant transition to oh, the yeah, serious act. Yeah. Yeah. And you see what happened. He wasn't funny anymore. Yeah, it was. It was. Did you see that movie? I watched it because which one? Which one are you talking? The, Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. I, I thought it was awful. Oh yeah. But I'm not a fan, and this this always seems to shock people. Not that I do highbrow humor, but uh, I'm not a fan of the like the Dead Poets Society. I'm not a fan of the very serious comedy. Mm. The very serious comedy. I agree to a certain extent, but see, there is, I would call a movie, you probably don't even know, a movie like Amadeus, a serious comedy. Um, um, because, but the parts of it call, that are funny. I would call Strange Brew a comedy. But yeah, a comedy, but not a serious comedy. Oh, you say a serious comedy. Um, uh, it's not that, what's the one? Uh, to, it was uh, Bill Murray. It was like in New York. Gene Hackman was in it. Um, mm. Owen Wilson. Uh, there was a ton of people. Uh, I think Ben Stiller was in it too. I can't remember it. I can't. I've Did not care for seen it. Seen a lot of. Uh, but see, but I, a movie that is a serious comedy. The comedy should be just funny. It should be. You should forget that this is a serious movie and play the comic moment. You can have your serious moments. Separate them. 
from the funny moments, and you have a well-crafted picture. Are you taking notes, people? Yeah. He's giving out. <laughs> He's giving out nuggets. It's Theater 101. Theater 101. <laughs> you see, and you're taking advice from somebody who made it so far. But isn't that how, isn't that how it usually works? I mean, there's a reason I'm sitting behind this microphone, okay? That, I, there's a reason. Isn't that and usually I, how it works? I'm fine with that. It's the guy, you know, you had to think harder with a face like yours. You made it as far as you did, kid. You did a good job. <laughs> I, got gonna, told that, I got told that once. <laughs> what are you doing in the theater? You're too ugly. Really? <laughs> the guy literally said that to me. I'm what like, uh, well, I can be prettier. <laughs> Wow, with a face like yours, who needs a janitor? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got told that one time in an audition. I don't even, yeah. I, you know, on the other, that's just mean. <laughs> what? That's it just mean. true. Well, look, I walked away and looked no. at the mirror and said, ah, you know, he's got a point. No, man, there's room for, <laughs> for a lumpy, ugly person. <laughs> Thank you. Because it makes the beautiful people stand out even more so. That's why you hang out with right. me, don't you? So, so you can stand out even more. I'm just so, saying, like, if it's just yeah. a bunch of beautiful right. people on stage, right. really, where's the contrast, you know? Yeah, you got to have the uh, the funny, fat wingman. The, uh, the uh, hunchback of Notre Dame, if you will. The, uh, the club-footed... <sighs> okay, I'm not that bad. <laughs> I'm not at that point. I'm not a literal living version of Richard III. No. No. No, not at all. Well, it's a great role. I love You're it. You're distinguished. <laughs> You're very distinguished. Yeah, I'm fat and old. Come on. Hey, man. Let's, we're all there. Let's call a space. I wear, space. I'm telling you, I wear compression sleeves on my knees. You know, I got chapstick in one pocket and cough drops in the other. The only thing I'm missing is a Werther's original. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I got home. So I got home from work. And, um, it, you know, it's one of those deals where, like, like when one of your kids is gone or, or uh, you know, or, or two of them are gone or something, you don't want to cook. You know what oh, I mean? And, yeah. Like your will yeah. to do it. Like you were okay. Like, all right, I'm just going to do the fire squad. After all day of work, I'm going to get home and make this. And then you get home and there's people missing. You're like, why am I even bothering? Oh, yeah. Everybody's on their own. Yeah, I, I have that feeling. I, I'll be like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to go. Oh, nobody's here. Eh, I'm not hungry. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not, gonna, I'm not right. hungry anymore. I'm not right. going to Right. If you're by yeah. yourself, you yeah. won't even eat sometimes. Oh, no. Right. No. So, so I... uh I look over and uh, my son. I thought if I start making myself something, he's gonna want something. So how do I get out of that, right? Because so I let your kids starve for your convenience. <laughs> oh, somehow they managed to to stack plates to the ceiling while I'm at work. Yeah, yeah. So somehow I think they managed to find the food. But uh, I understand. So, so like I look over at him and I'm like, "Hey, Corbett." He's like, "Yeah." I said, uh, "What are you making me for dinner?" And he goes, "Uh, nothing." And I go, uh, "I said, oh, good. I'll make myself something then." There it is, off the hook, off the hook. That's next level. Uh, you are a, uh, you are a mastermind. You know what I mean. So I made tomato soup, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was my dad's go-to. 
Did he make did he make grilled cheese? Yes, that I was don't. His I throw in I throw in a curveball there. I make a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> it's, oh, it's hard. That's hard for me to even comprehend. That was my dad's go-to, yeah. And and he would find a way to burn that. Really? No, yeah. I, make it, I make it good, but I make it you know in single editions. You know, I don't like to make it. I don't like to make a pot of it. But so you'll see, like in my cabinet, like sprinkled around, and always one or two are hidden. Yeah. Single cans of tomato soup. That's me. And uh, anyway, so I put the soup in, and I, I mix a little bit of milk. I don't do the uh, I don't do the water. Although I'm mm. finding the milk gives me dysentery since I turned forty, but um, I still I still do it. And uh, so I I put it in and I, and, I, and I put it on for ninety seconds, right? Because a minute and a half is like perfect for bowl soup. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's, yeah. it's nice, right. nice and right there on the cusp of agree with you. hot. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I put I put nine zero start. Well, I put time cook, 9-0 start. And I'm just sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, I wonder how many how many of these kids use, you know, time cook 130. I don't know why I cared. So I turn around, and uh, Andy's son, Brady, stand there. I say, hey, Brady, what, uh, if you had to put it for a minute and a half on the microwave, how would you do it? He said, I would hit the number one, which automatically puts it on for a minute, and he goes, then I would hit the plus 30-second button. And I looked at him and I was like, "We've got a plus thirty second button." Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. I had no idea. I've had this microwave for seven years. He's lived here for exactly one pandemic, and he's already found a cheat code where he hits two buttons and boop, there's a minute and a half. And I'm like, "Wait a minute! I I hit extra. I hit. I hit." That's why I was trying to figure out is who does the extra step of putting the one right. Right. Like ha ha ha! I was. I was slicker. Oh, yeah. The first kid I ask is like, I hit the one and then the plus 30 seconds. So he hits two buttons, boom. So he's tied you. I didn't even know. Well, no, he's beat me. I have to hit time code. Ooh, that's nine zero start. Ooh. Yeah, he hits two buttons. That's four buttons for me. And I go, well, Leland. And he's at the computer. He's like, what? I go, if you had to make it a minute and a half (laughs) cooking on the microwave. (laughs) How do you do it? And he said, I hit the plus 30 seconds three times. <laughs> and I was like, dang it. He beat me. He only hits three buttons. You, you had this lurking right at your fingertips and you never knew it. I was like, wait a minute. How did he know about the plus 30 second button? <laughs> and then Corbin walks on the corner. Corbin, if you got to put a minute 30 on the microwave, how would you do it? And he said, I would hit. Time cook one three zero start and I was like ha <laughs> <laughs> idiot <laughs> and then and then so I'm like wait a minute all four of us are using this microwave and we all four do Different. it differently yeah. I'm like well now we now there's no extra ways to do it so now we got to find the tiebreaker who's the ultimate champion. So then we call Andy in here, and she's like, "What?" And she's been painting, and 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 I'm like, "Listen, if you had to put a minute and a half on the microwave, how would you do it?" So she's gonna hit one of ours. One of ours is gonna get two votes. And she said, "I put it for two minutes, and then I take it out, but when it's thirty seconds." <laughs> I said, "Why would you do this?" She said, "I don't like hearing that loud ding." <laughs> See, 
But even she beat me because she just hits the number two and it starts. <laughs> she won. She hit the was, one button. I was going to say, as usual, the, the woman wins, as always. You should have known that she was going to have some way to beat you all. But the... I didn't even know about the 30-second button. She doesn't even use it. She's just like, mm, I'm big balling you all. <laughs> Boop. Two minutes. I'll just step in. Uh, you know, I I just recently discovered the 30-second button. Did you? Oh, yeah. And she's like, well, maybe it's rubbed off. And I'm like, no, it's right there. It says start. And in parentheses underneath it, it says 30, plus yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah, it's, I, I just discovered it recently. So five of us. In this house. And I can't think of another possible way to get to a minute and a half. Oh, I'm sure there is. Other than like doing a minute and then restarting, and that doesn't even count. I feel like she took the cake, though, with the one button oh, push. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Yeah, but she has to do some math. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Oh, you just wait till it hits 30 seconds. But here's the thing. Right? All of us, it was exactly like I, like, she did one button. Brady did the two buttons. Yeah. Leland did the three. I did four. Corbin did five. Like, I just, it blows me away. Five people, same house, same microwave. It is. And every one of us do it differently. It is kind of astonishing. I wonder if that's a norm in every house. I, I know. I'm hoping right now people are turning to their significant others <laughs> and they're like, well, how do you do 90 seconds? On the microwave. Yeah. You don't do 90 seconds. You hit the minute. I hit the pizza button, and I just <laughs> let it cook. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. When you made my oatmeal this morning, how right. did you start it? How did you start it? <laughs> how did you light the flame <laughs> of this device? You know, with the microwave, you got to think, if you came from, from history forward and landed in our time, the most confusing thing in the entire kitchen would be that microwave. You think so? Yeah. You open up the fridge and you're like, all right, I don't get how it works, but it's cold. Right. Right. I get the yeah. idea of it because sure. they would bury their stuff, right? Yeah. You turn on the stove. Oh, oh, that's hot. It's like a fire. Wow, right. cool. And then you put it in the microwave and it just starts melting stuff. They would, mind's blown. I don't know. I. They what could, is more you, impressive? You could tell them it's magic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. That's the most got to be the most mind-blowing thing. If you come from back in time forward, yeah. pipes. I mean, Romans had running water, yeah. so you get that concept. Right. It would be the microwave, man. In the kitchen, I said. Well. Because the TV would just blow their minds. They could, they, could, uh, they could say it was ancient aliens that gave you the technology to, well, uh, probably was. to do that it probably was i'm running on this theory that people like michael jordan are actually aliens anyway well there is men in black we yeah. know rodman is well still working these things out. i'm still working this theory out <sighs> jordan i don't know i think i think he'd trash talk the aliens they'd go away because he'd Whoa. just trash talk them he absolutely would yeah yeah and he'd beat them no matter what game they he played. Did. He, he played them. That's right. Space he Jam. He beat the Monstars. Oh, he was from space. <sighs> the Illuminati. That could be an interesting thing to put on the internet. Yeah. You realize. It's, we're trending that right after how do you put your microwave yeah. in a minute and a half. Why was it Michael Jordan and Bill Murray were the only human beings in that movie? 
That's a good because question. they were aliens too. Now beat that with your microwave. <laughs> <laughs> so I I wanted to we did we did a show uh last week where we covered a um a political ad from oh, a, yeah. from a mining oh, yeah. company. All right. Oh right. no, from a, a mine inspector. Mine inspector. Yeah, and he had kind of he commented for those of you who might have missed the show, first off, for shame. <laughs> For shame. We podcast this afterwards, and you can yeah. easily go back and look it up. Oh, There's no yeah. excuse. Yeah. That was a pointed exchange, wasn't it? <laughs> Antone, Antone, I'm talking to you. I going to say. I'm going to tag him in this one now. Anyway. Uh, so we talked about this mind inspector, and, and he put an ad out, and the ad was a little girl crying, being like, "Mommy, why can't we play in the copper mines?" And she was like, "Because so and so didn't clear out the vampires." And that was that was an actual ad referring yes, to vampire was. bats. It was. So um, we we um, we decided that with today's heated environment, there's nothing you need more. Than real political oh, talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that was a real ad. Let's make yeah. that clear. That was actually an ad. That was a real ad. Yeah. So I think it's time for our new segment that we'd like to call Real Politics. Only in America, oh, and a kid without a cent, oh, get a break and maybe grow up to be president. Now, I know that. Uh, you actually have scoured. Ooh, there was a little bit of brass in there. Oh, it's a little bit of nice. brass. Yes. Yeah, I almost picture this, this, this. They're carrying brooms and they're sweeping the streets clean. And they've all got the the, the barbershop quartet the hat, shirts the on, the little hat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have actually scoured far I've and scoured. wide. And I have a team with, yeah. of investigators out there, and we have. I'm gonna set this up for you now. I have no idea what he's running for. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Okay. Don't even care. Uh, this election's over anyway. Um, this was a couple years ago. But uh, I found this political ad. And uh, so I'll set it up for you. So so it, it, it's it's him always talking to somebody who just looks completely bored out of their mind. Right? Like totally exasperated. This guy just won't <laughs> shut up. And then his wife periodically is talking to someone else or is looking at the camera right with a slight le miserable uh, <laughs> uh desperation she's, she's obviously perturbed yes <laughs> yes so we're gonna play this ad so like it's like it's him at a cookout and then he, it flashes he's talking to the neighbor who's like <sighs> and then it flashes to him in the kitchen and it's just so it's a bunch of different situations where this guy just won't quit talking it's actual political ad We've got room to put 2,700 people in our jail, and it costs us about $103 a day. Gerald really doesn't have any hobbies. Last year's tax rate was 0.4169. This year, we could take that down to 3838. So is he always like that? Yeah, all the time. 
which means that the 3838 is probably going to go somewhere between 3838 and 41.69. Most people leave their work at the office. We got three light rail cars. You can put 60 people on each car. So even if you add two cars, you're talking about maybe 300 people that are affected. There are a million people in this community. I mean, that is 0.01 to the 8th power. If you round it off, it's zero. All he wants to do is fix things. So I got this 18-wheeler that's parked in this neighborhood, few and few all over the place, but quite frankly, it's not a code violation. You know, I think I like helping around the house here. Please reelect Gerald. Please. <laughs> I think what makes that is the wife's eye roll just before she says, please reelect Gerald. Yeah. Just that little. <sighs> oh, yeah. Look. Now, uh, he did win by 2,000 votes. But I got to tell you, this this ad alone, I don't even know what his policies are. Oh, I'd are. vote for him. Would vote for him. Yeah. But, okay, so I didn't catch it till like the third time I watched the ad. Okay. There's a scene in the middle where he's got meat and he's yeah. got to line him up. And he's like, so yeah. only uh, 30 it's people It's the train, the boxcar thing. Per yeah. boxcar. Yeah. Why is he measuring out people in boxcars? It'll hold, now now that you mentioned it'll that. hold 300 people and there's a million people in the community so it's only like 0.00038 just let's just get rid of the undesirables and ship them out of here you have given me pause blatantly i would have voted for that man and he's <laughs> he's shipping people in railroad cars out of the country yeah I've watched it now three times, and I yeah, still we, don't get that scene. We should say so we don't hear from his lawyers. We're joking. We don't, yeah. <laughs> he's not actually yeah. sending people away in railroad cars. Allegedly. Alle- yeah, allegedly. Alleged. Uh, you can watch that for yourself, by the way. It's uh, Go to YouTube. Gerald Doherty Campaign. Yeah. You this is see from, what we're talking from about. from several years ago, and uh, fabulous. It went viral. It had three well, million sure. views. Three million views. Yeah. So he made it on, like news regional news and uh and he still only won by 2000 votes so he probably was a terrible individual <laughs> well maybe there were only 3000 people in it no, oh, no was, wait a minute he said was, 1 million didn't it he? was 75000 votes for his opponent and 77000 votes for him wow so even with a viral video he only made it out with 3000 votes so again i question what allegedly is going on in this dinner scene <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think of that when I was watching it. But I'm uh, telling you, it, d- it you didn't even occur point. to me until the third time I saw it. Because I saw it, I sent it to her, and then I sent it to you. And then as you were playing it earlier, listening to it, I thought, what's he talking about with the rail cars? Like, yeah. every time it's popped up as a question mark. So if, uh, if uh, Gerald is uh, listening, <laughs> uh, we'd love your input. <laughs> Exactly what were the railroad cards for? Daughterty. <laughs> See, history's told us that's probably not a positive thing, putting people in right. railroad cards. What? That's, that's not. And he it's, blatantly it's bad, says these bad. rail cards will hold 30 people. He's counted how many people go yeah. in them. And he's like, if you want to add three more rail cars, you know, it's not really going to disturb the rest of the community. Um, uh, now you've got, now you got me. Man. Yeah. Thanks. So, Brady got a goat. Oh, a goat. One, okay. of, them, one of those fainting goats. You familiar with these? Mm, yeah. yeah. Why? What? How? Okay. 
It's at his grandma's. It's not in my house. Okay. I think the coyotes would have a field day in my house. <laughs> I mean, I've got such a world beater of a mastiff there protecting us. <laughs> and my my dog's so bitter at this point. She'll just like turn, she's like a cat. She would just be like, I'll watch them all burn. I don't even care. You know, like dinner was like 10 minutes late. So they all deserve it. Right. So he gets this. He's getting a fainting goat. They haven't got it yet. And I'm like, man, those things are crazy. Now, if you're if you're not familiar with these things, they're they're not very big. No, they're small. They're like a small goat that when you startle them, they go absolutely like lock legged rigid, rigid and just fall over. Right. Pass out. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. So, I said, you know what's funny about those goats? Like, how? Did that even like how did that even successfully get passed on in nature, right? Like how did this happen? And he says, Oh, no, no, mankind bred them. And I was like, Really? For what what purpose? And he says, This is fascinating. He says, When there's a goat herd, these goats, and like a wolf would come, this goat would fall, and the other goats could get away. A sacrificial goat. See, so, uh, suddenly we talked about rail cars, and now we're talking about yeah. goats falling and getting eaten on purpose. Yeah. How oh, would you like to I, be I, that I goat? Know. Like, I'm they purposely be... bred this no. thing into you. No. And you were like, if you ever live up to your name, <laughs> don't worry. You faint. You won't even feel it as they tear you apart. So I'm like, this is crazy. That's fascinating, right? right? How you yeah. bred this into a thing. I'm like, this is... This is the I, I gotta tell the world, right? You know, so I uh, I get up to uh, I get up this morning. I'm ready to come on the radio. I'm ready to talk about this fainting goat and how yeah. mankind is just genius for breeding this oh, in. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think, you know, I should probably fact check that. <laughs> So it turns out. So you're not willing to take uh, his his. Well, see, I've I've determined that what I'm really good at is taking a little bit of information and making this huge assumption on the rest of oh, it. Oh yeah, I, I think yeah. we all are. But I'm exceptionally normal. good at convincing you that I know what I'm talking about. So I thought, well, maybe I should look. Turns out that's all malarkey. Okay, it's all bull. <laughs> it's all in the wash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So these goats were originally identified in the Tennessee area up in the mountains where there wasn't a lot of wood. So they had uh, low fences made of stone. They liked these particular goats because their tendency to burrow, like like they would rather go into a hole and burrow than they would climb and jump over a fence. Okay. Like it made them easier to control. But their, their, their passing out thing is due to a mutation in their genes it's called by an inherent disorder of a chloric channel in the muscle of the skeleton itself had nothing to do with wolves so there you go i don't even know what you just said i introduced this theory right (laughs) 
you know, a genetic disorder is what it's trying to say. Oh, okay. A mutation. All right, all right. They're freaks. All right. They're mistakes. <laughs> they shouldn't be surviving. But we've been we've been actively keeping them going because uh, apparently in 1996 the gene was identified and it links to several diseases in humankind. Oh, I went down this. the rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so in 1996 this gene was identified. Anyway, but the first story is so much better. Yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. Do you think that's how stuff starts on the internet? Everybody I don't know. says, "Well, that's not true," but boy, it's a good story. I don't. It just makes sense that that was the deal. Like when he and I said, I, so I asked him this morning. I'm like, "Listen, kid, you almost ruined my reputation. You see, <laughs> so let me tell you where you got this info. Who told you? Who told you about the goat? See?" And he's like, "I don't remember where I heard it." And I was like, "Well, uh, yeah, because it made sense. Like logically, everything I said there, you were just like, huh? Yeah. That makes total sense. Sure, yeah. And I'll bet." We could use it now. Even I bet we. I bet that would be an effective method of saving your flock. They get the little one that passed out. Yeah, you just send one so, of these fainting goats with your herd every time. So if you use this technique, you're welcome, shepherds out there of the world. <laughs> we have a huge, huge listenership of shepherds. Yeah, here in the. You never know. The We're on the internet, Tri County area. They put that out in space, Rusty. Once it's out in space, I'm telling. You, I'm going to be the first intergalactic comedian success. That's my plan. And on some hillside somewhere in the Middle East or something. Ooh, let me see. Dean says we could buy goats and put them out there. They will. They will keep work. the world from getting the goat. Let's do this. Let's do this. Dean is a genius. I am. Thank you, Sage Marshall County. Uh, Tri County, Tri County area. We, we regionalized the Tri County area. Yeah. So here I was going to be the advocate, spokesman, if you will, for this goat breeding theory, but I checked myself. <laughs> yeah, it's important. <laughs> So you need that to need that with you. I think I think that's what I'm gonna do. Like that's a new thing. I'm gonna start before I just go off on subjects. Well, okay, after I go off on subjects. <laughs> Here's the rest of yeah. the story. Here's the rest yeah. of the story. Okay, that was all garbage, and I was wrong. <laughs> I don't know why he even listened to me. I'm Dean Jernigan. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> that going to be your sign off now did you see the playstation 5 at 700 dollars i paid no attention i had somebody mentioned that 700 dollars i'll be buying two or three of them i know that i know but i don't want to buy it this year i'm gonna hold off and the price it. will go down i know i'm just gonna i'll get it early next year i'm not gonna buy it for the holidays i'm not gonna i'm not gonna feed the beast this year the holiday buying i'm not gonna talk to the kids I think this year we're instead of buying gifts, we're just gonna do a fight circle. <laughs> you know, I like I like the Festivus. Start a new family tradition: <laughs> the Christmas fight. That's what it is. That's what it is, dude. I'll buy gifts. And depending on how far you get in this kumite, oh. you remember that blood sport? Yeah, that was the yeah. <laughs> depending on how far you get in this kumite depends on which present you get at the top 
is a PlayStation 5. <laughs> I was going to say. Are you ready? Here's the best one. Just get in the circle, throw one out in the middle, and say last one standing gets to take it. Oh. Saves all the other gifts. Oh, you know what's even going to be better? It'll be empty. <laughs> <laughs> Or I have a PlayStation what are you, 2 in Are it. you going to play Caesar? I can see you sitting in your lazy boy, sticking your thumb up or thumb down based on, you know, oh, Corbin, thumb down. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have... I'm going to have a PlayStation 2 inside the, the package. You'll have the little laurel wreath on your head. You'll be in a tunic. Well, I'll be playing whatever. I will. I'll wear that while I'm playing the PlayStation 5 on my 55-inch TV that I put a lock on. Oh, yeah. $700, though. I have often said. You know what that means? The video games are going to run 80 bucks a piece. Oh, yeah. Sure. What? That's why I don't play video There's a games. computer game that I got that we all love. Well, me and, me and Corbin in particular. But really, does it matter once it gets past ah, me? Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I bought it. It's mine anyway. <laughs> but, like, they keep coming out with expansions to it, you know. So I keep buying these things. And I've had to have spent, I mean, I know I spent, like, 60 bucks on the original. Right. And I bought at least not uh, uh, 10 Easily nine dollar expansion cents, and I started looking at them like now I feel like I'm obligated to play this thing <laughs> like so many hours a week just to pay off the game. Oh, you gamers! Oh, you man. gamers! Hey, you know what? I guess we could be boozers. <laughs> okay, well, <Yeah>. I honestly, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I, I wear that one. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. I can smell it from here, man. <laughs> and you got a mask on. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing my my plague mask. Yeah, even as we speak. Yeah, and there's some Indian food being cooked in the next room, and I can still smell it. You ever smelled Indian food? You like Indian food? No, I've never even had it. But I had some neighbors that too cooked much it. curry. Yeah, that cooked it a lot. Way too and much it, curry. And, it, and I think Indian food raises it goes up like it rises. On, on the air, and I was in the floor above her, and then I'd be on my back. Uh, it chased me off the balcony. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't like the smell of curry. I really yeah. don't. I, it's just a, a thing with me. Uh, yeah, because I've tried. Because you don't it. like stuff that stinks. Uh, it's a thing with me too. Well, I don't know. You mean it smells bad? Yeah, it's awful. Okay. You should smell patchouli. <laughs> Here we go again. Is there? Do you? Are you people like you like some real. kind of a, a, a as who, a child? I'm did just saying. Assault who, you with patchouli? Or everyone what? assaults you with patchouli as soon as they bring it in your presence. Whoever's out there, what kind of sick, twisted persons out there using patchouli? Let me tell you, I got your number, buddy. I don't even know what it is. I got your number. It is over. It's time. Society has moved on. Oh, I'm sorry. You have some obsessions. Patchouli and Volkswagen. Once you smell it, <laughs> once you smell it, it'll never, it'll never return. You'll never be the same. I have no idea what it is. All right, I got to let these people get to work. Yeah, you probably do. Yeah. I mean, I need to get to work, too. I don't know. You do what you want. <laughs> I've got, I, my thing is whenever, I, whenever I'm leaving a gas station, they always say, have a nice day. You know, I always say, I do what I want. And I walk out, like looking angry, and it just cracks me up. Or I'll be like, "I don't work for you," and I'll walk off. Well, you know what happened? 
whenever you do that, somebody in there says, "Oh, that's that guy with Tourette's again." You got to be nice <laughs> well, to him. I, I go to the same gas station, so I I do it to this lady every day. So she's got to the point now where she goes, when she's done ringing him up, she goes, "Well, do whatever you want." <laughs> <laughs> At least she gets the joke. Oh yeah, yeah. or yeah. she hates my guts. Either way, I'm fine <laughs> well, with it. There. It's the same reaction yeah. to me. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Have a good day. Later. Visit us again sometime. Oh, absolutely. All righty. Light me at five. Light me at five. Light me at five.